First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Inappropriately by a captain, I'm Valerie Bonk. Maryland candidates for governor in both parties raised plenty of cash to spend on ads ahead of next week's primaries. I'm Sean Anderson. Virginia's governor holds firm on tightening abortion restrictions in the Commonwealth. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. People in Texas are being asked by the state's power grid operator to try to cut back on their electricity use Monday afternoon into early evening. Grid operator ERCOT disputes an early news agency report saying that could mean rolling blackouts, but... What we know from our electric providers and the messages that they have sent cities like Houston, there is a concern about blackouts and power outages. That is Mary Benton of the mayor's office in Houston. If there are blackouts, power outages, cities like Houston, people at home, people in their offices have to be prepared. And that goes for much of Texas. Meantime, California firefighters are battling the elements in their efforts to protect ancient giant sequoia trees in Yosemite National Park. A huge wildfire there has doubled in size the last day, also threatening the small town of Oakhurst. Really cute town. It's very small. And then just heartbroken about the trees. After issuing an executive order last week aimed at getting federal agencies to do what they can to help women wanting abortions, since they became restricted or banned in many states, President Biden is now thinking of trying to do more. From Delaware, CBS's Jacqueline Kalo. The president took an hour-long bike ride in Rehoboth. He spoke with reporters during the first leg of his journey. Most notably in his comments, he confirmed that he has asked his staff to look into whether or not he can declare a public health emergency over the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe versus Wade. There was a scare for passengers on a Spirit Airlines flight to Atlanta. The jetliner's brakes overheated and briefly caught fire on landing, causing some sparks and smoke. First responders hosed down the brakes and the plane, which had to be towed to the gate. No one, thankfully, was injured. Correspondent Jerika Duncan, now to Ukraine and a war there grinding on almost five months. Correspondent Holly Williams is there covering. Outnumbered and outgunned, the Ukrainians are using drones to gather intelligence on Russian positions and claim they're having success with homemade bombs. The Ukrainians are innovative and determined. They claim that more than 35,000 Russian troops have now been killed here during this war, though we can't verify that. In sports at Wimbledon in the UK, Novak Djokovic taking his seventh men's, seventh men's title, beating unseeded Australian Nick Kyrgios in the final. My first image of tennis was grass and Wimbledon, and I always dreamed of coming here, just playing in this court, and then, of course, uh, realizing the childhood dream and winning this trophy. That on ESPN. Having questioned former Trump White House counsel 
Pat Cipollone much of Friday. The House January 6th committee resumes public hearings Tuesday. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. It's 2.03, Monday, July 11th, 2022. The high today, 86. Morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Three Bethesda houses of worship, all in the same neighborhood, have been vandalized in the last couple of days. Arson is suspected at two of those churches. It started with North Bethesda United Methodist Church on Old Georgetown Road Saturday morning. Montgomery County fire officials say a small fire was intentionally set outside the church. There was also some vandalism, and it caused about $1,000 in damages. While investigating, officials noticed there was some vandalism done close by at Wildwood Baptist Church, but no fire. In the same area, a fire was intentionally set inside St. Jane Francis de Chantal Catholic Church. Similar vandalism was found at all three churches, and officials want anyone with information to contact them. Acacia James, WTOP News. D.C. police are investigating the murder of a 17-year-old from Virginia. On Saturday afternoon, police were called to Hayes Street in Northeast near the Paradise Park Community Center for a shooting. That's where they found Damari Dion Wright of Alexandria inside a car with a gunshot wound. Wright was transported to the chief medical examiner's office where he was pronounced dead. D.C. police are offering a $25,000 reward for any information leading to an arrest. A one-time firefighter in Fairfax County says she was sexually harassed by a captain and then demoted for calling him out. She went to the feds and they verified her claim, but now that agency says the fire department is not following through with proposed changes to improve the workplace culture. While employed by the Fairfax County Fire Department in 2017, a woman was touched inappropriately by a captain. That's according to a federal agency that led an investigation into the incident and as reported by the Washington Post. After she was harassed, she was transferred to a less desirable job for calling it an assault. The agency, which combats workplace discrimination, says that the fire department has refused a remedy proposed by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. The changes included improving efforts to target sexual harassment, training, and a $150,000 award. The woman did not want to be identified as she said she currently works in law enforcement. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Fairfax County Fire tells WTOP in a statement, the Fire and Rescue Department has worked hard to improve the department's culture both before and in the four and a half years since the incident involving the former firefighter. We know there is room for improvement and will continue working to move the department forward. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Candidates for governor in Maryland have been raising lots of cash and spending big on radio, TV, and online ads in the days leading up to the, to the July 19th primary. 
campaign finance numbers don't necessarily tell you who's winning, but they can tell you how hot the race is, and most of the heat is on the Democratic side. The Baltimore Sun has unpacked the latest reports covering early June to early July. Political rookie Wes Moore is outraising and outspending all his opponents, raising just short of $600,000 and spending almost $2 million. One-time Labor Secretary Tom Perez took in about $450,000 for the month, spent nearly a million. In the Republican race, ex-cabinet official Kelly Schultz is outraising and outspending Delegate Dan Cox by a large margin. In all, the top contenders in both parties have spent more than $5 million on media ads in the past month. Sean Anderson, WTOP News. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin continues to praise the ruling that overturned constitutional protections for abortion. The Supreme Court's decision, I agree with, that this is a decision for states to make by elected officials, uh, by the citizens of Virginia. That's why right out of the box, uh, I called for a 15-week pain threshold bill to be uh, formed and crafted by a bipartisan group of legislators. Youngkin spoke on CBS's Face the Nation. He says he proposed 15, a 15 week ban that would include exceptions for rape, incest, and cases where the life of the mother is at risk. Coming up after traffic and weather, a man is seriously injured in a shooting in Silver Spring. It's 2.07. I'm Dr. Lee Beers with the American Academy of Pediatrics.